0: Wouldn't it be great if there was one health book out there that actually addressed your whole body, mind, spirit? Well, let me tell you, there is. It is called Clean Eating Dirty Sex. It is not about dirty sex. It is a play off the word clean, sensual, superfoods, and aphrodisiac practices for ultimate sexual health and connection. This book is a healthy lifestyle guide. There are over 40 top experts from functional medicine physicians to registered dietitians to exercise physiologists to psychologists, sexologists. All Engaged to Help You Live Your Happiest, Healthiest Life. There are over 50 fantastic healthy and delicious recipes. It is also a memoir where I, because I am the author of this book, Lisa Davis, share some very personal stories. Some are heartbreaking, some are funny, to help you get to where you need to be to understand that it does take time to change, but that I am here, along with all the other health experts in the book, to help you. Don't let the title fall you. This book will help your communication, your intimacy, how you relate to your partner, how you relate to yourself. But if you do what the book says, it will also help you in every aspect of your health. So please go now. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. It's sold in local bookstores across the country. Check it out. Clean eating, dirty sex. Hi, this is Lisa Davis and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe, also rate and review. Like me, you may have heard of CBT, but have you ever heard of EBT, which is emotional brain training? We go through a lot in our lives and emotions come up and they can be hard to deal with. And wouldn't it be great if we could have something that can help us? Well, guess what? We do. And here to talk about it is the wonderful Dr. Laurel Mellon. Uh, She is the, she's a health psychologist. She founded and developed emotional brain training. She is an associate clinical professor of family and community medicine and pediatrics at the University of California at San Francisco. Dr. Mellon has authored papers on the science and efficacy of EBT and is a New York Times bestselling author of four books on the method, including the stress overload solution and the stress eating solution. Dr. Mellon, wow, welcome what a pleasure lisa so wonderful to be here with you and i am so excited because the fact that your five-point system of the ebt empowers people to process high stress emotions this this is incredible tell us about this
1: well lisa it's it's interesting that some of us who have vulnerabilities like certain things that we tend to get into such as your daughter has had uh All of us can be in that situation, but for our whole society, our whole society in some ways is going in that direction because there's so much more shared stress. There's so much overload in technology and speed of change that more and more people are chronically stressed. And so this is the time to appreciate that the thinking brain cannot process the stress at this level that we share. And so all of us need to do a reset to use our emotions because that's what biologically we we already have the skills to do it. We just haven't used those brain pathways that are emotional to get out of stress and get back to joy.
0: Now, in case people don't know what you mean by thinking brain, can you explain that to us? Our only
1: hope in life is to use our thinking brain, our neocortex, which is right behind our, our forehead. It's the only place that gives us control over the part of us that's automatic, reactive, and goes to extremes, and that's the emotional brain. So we're going to use our thinking brain to control all those impulses and activations and and upsets and overload that we experience. The difference is that this emotional brain we used to pretend wasn't there. We just said, we're going to set our emotions aside, or we're just going to deal with the tame emotions. Well, we can't get away with that anymore because there's just too much of them. Because whenever we're stressed, the emotional brain activates strong negative emotions or it shuts down and we start overthinking. Both of those options lead to stress in our bodies. So essentially, when we shut down our emotions, which are our only real way to effectively and quickly release stress when we shut them down because we're thinking too much, we're going to our phones, we're going to all these different ways of trying to control our thoughts. Those emotions go into our body, into our brain, and over time it's our brain and our body that's the major stressor. We have that stressor inside. And the way to release that stress inside is one thing, know how to go into your negative emotions and use the natural pathways in your brain that go from stress to joy that have been unused by many of us and now what we do is say everyone needs to be able to get from stress to joy not the tame emotions but the the hostility, the worrying, the, the shame, the upset, the overthinking and just transition back to that state of connection it only takes a couple of minutes it's a basic life skill.
0: Wow, that's incredible. Well talk to us about this five point system.
1: Well In your brain, you have five different emotional pathways from every level of stress back to a state of connection. That state of connection or joy means that every chemical in your body is moving toward being at its best, your emotions, your thoughts, your behavior. I mean, you are just physiologically at the best state you can be in for who you are. And so all you have to do is say to yourself, instead of saying, What do I need or what am I thinking or what I should do? Check in with yourself when you're not feeling great and say, huh, I wonder what level of stress I'm in. What's my number? Once you know your number, you essentially, even on an app, you touch a button and it just moves you along that emotional pathway back to a state of connection. So all you need to know is your number. Then within a couple of minutes on that emotional pathway, evolutionary biology who wants us to be in joy because that's associated with survival of the species gets us back to that state of connection and it's that simple at UCSF we discovered this in 2007 and we understood that we were discovering something that had major public health impact and the reason for that is we used to have mainly infectious diseases and what happened is once we began to deal with germs, even though it's not perfect. A lot of people live. They live long enough to get stressed out and to have their brains and bodies filled with all those suppressed emotions that go into the body, and we were developing stress diseases. So even though we think about different epidemics like anxiety, depression, diabetes, obesity, addictions, technology addiction, whatever that is, those are really symptoms of the brain in stress. So we took a lot of time, frankly. We wanted to get it right this time. And we moved by finally to 2012. We had the system so slick that we could begin to look at how to transmit it more. And it's only the last year or so that we really feel comfortable saying we believe anyone can get these skills and it needs to be a public health movement to have brain-based health. Use your brain to clear the stress and improve your health and happiness and well-being. Brain state one and two, or stress level one and two in the brain, the neocortex is in charge. And you will know how you feel. You know, you'll say, oh, I feel lonely. I think I need to call someone. But after you get to three, four, or five, where the mammalian brain or the reptilian brain is in charge, feelings give you the wrong answer. I mean, when you say, let's say you're at three, a little stressed, you say, well, I don't know how I feel. I guess I feel... Uh, I don't know. I feel anxious. Well, what do you do about anxiety? The way you get rid of anxiety is you process your emotions back to joy. If let's say you're at brain state four, you're definitely stressed. Well, I'm, de- I'm, I'm depressed. I'm procrastinating. There's something really wrong with me. All these judgments come out, and you start going down this pathway of overanalyzing your problems. Self-analysis or insight plus five cents gives you a nickel. We're emotional creatures. We just got to process our emotions. So instead you say, oh, I'm at four. I think I'll use the emotional technique for four. Or if you're at five, the reptilian brain is in charge and you're simply at overload and you say, I have to have compassion for myself and use the five tool. So essentially by asking yourself, what's my number? You stop this unleashing of all this self-analysis about your your feelings and you get right to what was really going to work. Processing the emotions for that number will get you back to a state of connection in typically two, three, four minutes. And you can do that during your day. So you don't have to spoil your day by being in overload.
0: So you obviously you can do this at any time. But does it take some time for your brain, the neuroplasticity? And if you can talk about neuroplasticity, that would be great to actually change and
1: exactly. So let's say that when I was a kid, for example, I was eleven, I'd been bullied at school and I was in stress overload, I was running at about a four. To a five, and I didn't know how to talk about my feelings, and so I reached for sugar. That's the easiest mm, thing to make myself right. feel better. So <laughs> I reached for three cinnamon rolls, like. And at that time, I, I judged myself for having. I was I actually stole the cinnamon rolls out of my my mother's cupboard, and I felt really guilty. But. What I didn't know is in those moments of stress overload, whatever we do, the brain takes it really seriously. It says, wow, if you're doing this in stress overload, you better do it again because it obviously saved your life. You didn't die. And so it encodes a fight or flight drive to do it again. And those become little stuck or triggered spaces in the brain. So this is how emotional brain training works, CBT. You start by saying to your brain oh, we're going to try it differently now. We're going to actually go along those emotional pathways and you're just going to play with figuring out whether you're at one, two, three, four, or five. And so you use the app or you read the book, but we recommend the app. And you go there, you say, oh my gosh, I'm at four. And I was going to be stuck in four for the rest of the day. And now I'm feeling, actually, I'm feeling good. So you sort of just wake up your brain, awaken your brain to the fact be of a tremendous, amount of power that we haven't been using, that we now need to use. So after playing with it for a couple of weeks, then you're going to say, well, I can get from stress to joy by using these tools, but you know what? I get stuck sometimes. Sometimes I get triggered where I just, I get all of a sudden overeat, or I'm going to be procrastinating, or I'm going to tell myself I'm a bad person or feel unworthy. And those are actually just circuits in the brain, little stuck circuits from past times of being in stress, sometimes from early childhood, sometimes from the womb, sometimes later rejection of people or or overload from having health problems. And so in the basic program, which is 30 days, you first start with the app or the book and you start to play with the tools and get comfortable with them. And then you say, now I'm going to really learn how to use these tools. And then I'm going to choose four little stuck places in my brain where I get triggered or overloaded. And I'm actually going to go down deeper into my reptilian brain and find out what that message is, that faulty message. Now, you might say, well, that sounds like insight or that sounds like cognitive change. What we've learned from neuroscience in the last, uh, what, uh, 10 years, is we've learned you cannot think your way out of these problems. If you tell yourself positive self-talk, you're really functioning in the upper parts of the brain And these circuits are encoded at the bottom of the brain and they stay there all the time. So we get a quick fix and we think, Oh, I just cheered myself up. I said something positive, but the only pathway to to essentially rewiring those circuits is you have to go into stress, which you've already learned to do, feel your feelings, change the message and spiral up. And then those circuits can be weakened or even rewired. And then you get lasting change. You can truly feel, more freedom, and more inner security. So in this, I put together these two books, one, Stress Overload Solution, the other one, Stress Eating, because that covers everybody, (laughs) you know? We either get stressed and go into depression, anxiety, or worrying, or procrastination, or we go into one excess or another, like particularly food. So in those 30 days, you can learn how to actually come unstuck from those patterns. Now, this is traditionally done in psychotherapy. And I understand that psychotherapy has many benefits and can really help people with deep emotional connection and healing. But the fact is, the diseases we're working on today are stress diseases, and stress circuits in your brain can be triggered anytime, anywhere. So even if you're using medications, even if you're going to psychotherapy, everyone needs to have these tools so when you leave the therapist's office or you're feeling great because life is going really well right then, if you get triggered, you can save yourself. You can use the emotional tools and shut off that, that circuit that's making you <laughs> act in ways you don't want and spiral up to joy.
0: So I have my daughter doing journaling. I have my daughter doing uh, deep breathing and affirmations. And I'm, I'm hoping this is something that she can kin- continue to do in addition to the EBT.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's slightly different than that. In other words, because we now know that it's the emotional brain, it's the bottom of the brain that's super powerful we want to be able to incorporate CBT and mindfulness into EBT, which is exactly what we've done. In other words, mindfulness is great until you're stressed, and then it goes offline because the thinking brain goes offline. CBT is great until you get stressed because essentially the circuits in the bottom of the brain are far more powerful and wipe some of that out. So what we've done is say, we're in a more stressed time, use any of those that you like, but See if we can go beyond that so that we can have a whole brain training experience. So the way you do that is essentially appreciate all the work you've done, that it is great, but we're now going to do two things. And my suggestion for you, because we started EBT essentially with children and adolescents, and it was so powerful that we moved it to adults and for for essentially prevention and treatment of any problem. But we know that the number one thing that a parent or grandparent can do is get the skills themselves and be able to spiral up to that state of connection. And they transmit that to their children. What number one, because we have no walls on our emotional brain. If we're stressed and upset, we can't, if we don't uh, process it, but instead uh, suppress those emotions, kids can feel it immediately. So number one, heal ourselves as parents. I have three children. All of them have had challenges. I know how stressful that is. And so, what we're going to do is move through it ourselves, get the EBT tools for yourself. And then, my suggestion, Lisa, is teach this to your daughter. The most humbling experience I think in my life is when I was, you know, a single parent with children, and I was trying to be, I was pulled in all directions, trying to keep it together. And I was learning, I was developing this method on children and adolescents, and I found that their brains, their emotional brains, I'm like little sponges, and I could actually feel my daughter superseding me. She was learning these emotional brain training tools, and they just learned them so quickly. And so what I mean is nothing is better than a parent who says, hey, what's our number? I'm going to find my number. I'm at three. What number are you? And they can see the kids aren't scared of their feelings they end up being comfortable with their feelings and find that if they go through the negative emotions, I'll give you an example. They end up back at that state of joy and connection. And then what happens between the two of you, your child and you, is there is a level of joy there that you would not have if you hadn't dipped down in distress and spiraled up to that state of connection. So it rewards both of you. You can feel it in your body, that joy and that awe and that sense of security.
0: Oh, that's incredible. Well, Dr. Mellon, tell us all the ways we can find this, get the app, get the books, because I really want to start.
1: The, the first thing is to, to say I'm going to have fun with this because the more that I essentially have a good time and play with it, because the brain wants us to have fun. It wants us to play and love and be in awe. So my recommendation is you go to EBT, Emotional brain training, ebt.org, and get a membership so you can download the app. You can get a, a complimentary uh, coaching session so you can learn how to use it. But you just play with it for about two weeks. After that, you can move forward with the book or with the membership online or with coaching or with the telegroup. And you learn how to actually go into your brain and rewire four circuits. So a mood that gets stuck, a relationship pattern that gets stuck, a work a work pattern whether it's procrastination or whatever that is it gets stuck and one habit that you want to clear what you'll find is by by essentially using the same exact tools as they're on the app to go into the feeling find out what that message is uncover it so you can change it when you're in stress if you do it when you're relaxed it does not stick if you do it when you're in stress it just locks into that circuit it transforms that circuit and all of a sudden this is the critical difference. When you change the emotional brain, it's lasting. And number two, it's easy. So let's say eating, overeating has been an issue. All of a sudden you notice that you don't want the food as much. Let's say procrastination, you say, oh, I kind of did sail through that project. How did that work? Or if you get stuck in worrying, you say, you know, I just don't get stuck in worrying. So the advantage is we are training our unconscious mind so that it becomes easy and natural. We've always had these tools, but the stress level we're under now, the stress is high enough that we need to use those pathways and make them our central way of moving to a better life of connection and well-being.
0: Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well, this has been so great, Dr. Laurel, having you on, uh, Dr. Mellon, I should say. I think there's so many things that that I've learned and that the audience has taken from this, and really, please do check this out, www.ebt. Dot O-R-G. I want to thank everyone for listening to Talk Healthy Today. You'll join me on my health journey. I want to join you on your health journey. And I want Talk Healthy Today to be there for you. So please subscribe, rate, and review. Never miss an episode. You can follow me at Health Media gal, the number one, Health Media Gal 1. And also on It's Your Health at Lisa Davis.com. And be sure to check out Clean Eating Dirty Sex. It is not dirty, it's a memoir, cookbook from recipes with the wonderful Aaron McDonald and a healthy lifestyle guide. Thanks for listening.